The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Charts and Sons of God International, and you're listening to the prophetic voice of our time. In a few weeks, me and Joshua will be in the Philippines to hold two big events, conferences and training, one in Zambales province for the first time, and one with Hope of Life Ministries in Quezon City. You know what? We didn't have to announce this conference or offer people. We are already full in these two events. And in other cities, we have people on waiting list. It is a good dilemma, but a challenge nonetheless. Harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And if you are one of those that are holding back, waiting for the right moment to come in, you need to get on board. You need to come home because harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. This is in Matthew 9, 37 and Luke chapter 10, verse 2. If you notice, so much is happening this year and we are almost half or midpoint of the year and so much more to do and so much things to manifest. If God is dealing with you and the Holy Spirit is leading you to make changes, take a listen because it means to say that he is preparing you for this transition period. You need to take your post and obey the leading of the Holy Spirit, okay? Much wonderful things are happening. And just like I um, shared with you in the previous broadcast, we are in transition period. We are transitioning from the Passover, which is in April, to Pentecost, which is on June 8th, the first day. We are transitioning from good to God's best. We may be having a good time. We may be living good, comfortable, but God still is not satisfied with what you have. You may be content, but he's not satisfied. He wants you to be and to receive his best for you and your loved ones, okay? And so we are getting busy at Freedom Fellowship Church, sowing seeds and making the transition, making the correction. It is uncomfortable, but at the same time, it is exciting because it is a move of God. So this May will be our second trip to the Philippines, and in August, I'll be leading a team in Kenya, a new frontier for this ministry. If all our paperwork and travel arrangements come through, I'll be speaking at a three-day women's conference and the following week, crusades and more training. We'll be gone for about three weeks. So this is a new frontier. The flight to Kenya, do you know, the capital city of Nairobi is 32 plus hours. Think about that. But at the same time, the longest flight I took is the flight to Pakistan and India. It's more than 35 hours. Suffering for Jesus. 
It is a good opportunity for this ministry and for you, our dear partners and members of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, and you, my brothers and sisters that are listening in this broadcast. It is, is a great opportunity for us to sow seeds in the African continent to prepare God's people to mature the body of Christ. The evangelists from other countries, even in the United States of America, like Reinhard Bonnke, Colenda, and many others, they have done a wonderful evangelizing the African continent. I really believe that it's the first continent that will be truly a Christian continent. I have been resisting for years to go to Africa, but now it's time. This is your opportunity to finance the gospel by sowing seeds to this ministry, to sow seeds to our missions, even to this radio program, so that we can continue with our expansion to reach more people, more people to skin alive, so that we'll all have new wineskin. When we have a new wineskin, we'll be able to comprehend and receive and be able to handle everything that God has for us, His best is starting this year and beyond. You can sow a seed by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. Any amount is truly appreciated. Do it right now. Go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate, and sow your spare millions and thousands and hundreds to this ministry. And at the same time, I know... I got this revelation from the Lord that we are transitioning from good to God's best. So I will be holding a prophetic school slash conference here in San Antonio on May 25th, Saturday, from 9.30 in the morning till about 4.30 p.m. We will break for lunch, or you can bring your sack lunch if you like. There will be a $30 registration fee for this event which proceeds will go towards our outreaches, our foreign missions. You can also register to this conference by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Events. Again, it's SOGMI.org, and click Events, or you can go directly to Eventbrite. This is going to be awesome, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on May 25th, that is Saturday. Okay, again, the theme of this conference is from good to God's best. I shared with you why I am heading back to the Philippines, because it is an opportunity for Christians here in the United States of America to sow seed, to continue on sowing seed and continue and finish the work that God has for us in the Philippines. The last time that I was there, on my first day there, with me and Joshua, I saw a pending harvest of judgment or judgment, and that disturbed me. Me and Joshua prayed together, but in my prayer time one time, early in the morning, I told the Lord, you don't want to really carry out this heavy judgment against your people here, especially against your leader. That's why you show this to me, so that I can pray, I can prophesy, I can let them know to lessen this harvest. There was an epidemic that was breaking forth. It started to break out when I was there. It is like a flu-like symptoms. 
but this cold or flu is not responding to any antibiotics, any treatments. I found out that hospitals in Metro Manila were full, but I saw far more serious things than that that are coming in that country that are about to manifest. I saw earthquakes, more pestilence, and I saw more earthquakes, powerful earthquakes. The Lord revealed to me that it is a harvest. It is a harvest of the wickedness in the spiritual and political leadership in that country. I repeat it again. The judgment came because of the harvest, the wickedness, the corruption sowed by spiritual leaders in that country and also political leaders. I cannot do anything about the political leaders except to pray for them and to prophesy. But I can do something about the spiritual leadership. Some leaders, after hearing the prophecy in the word I shared with them, changed course. Some repented publicly. Some received the instruction and they made a vow and a promise that they were going to carry out and will not forget God and his people. And the Ministry of Hope of Life scheduled more additional evangelistic crusades. They have already been doing it, but they added more to their schedule. And as a result of that, hundreds more, if not thousands, were added to those people that got saved from different ministries, those who heard the message. So the situation did not become serious the earthquake started while I was there. That was in February. But I rebuked it immediately. I took authority over it. And so is Divina and Chami in the other room prayed. And it stopped. But about two weeks ago, there were a series of earthquakes in the Philippines. And more than 10 people perished. It could have been much, much worse. But you know what? A single life lost is more than enough in the eyes of God. And we have to take responsibility in praying for one another and taking our post. And I know there are many of you in the Philippines that are listening to this program. You need to pray. And many of you need to change course. Okay? You focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. You focus on discipling his people. You focus on preaching the gospel. Don't get involved with anything else. And I also observed while there that there are lots of people called in the leadership position who are willing to go, who are desiring to be used mightily by God, but they lack training. So they needed this kind of training that were about ready to hold into um, cities and major provinces in the Philippines. And that is where this ministry is coming from. We do evangelistic works, but we also focus in training leaders to minister to him and to God's people. For them to believe in themselves and for them to be led by the Holy Spirit. So in this trip, I'll be training group of leaders so that they can win their country back to God. I expect supernatural manifestations to happen in this trip. I also saw a need for prophetic school and business school to be taught even here in United States. 
When I was in Pakistan a few years ago, the leaders there only know prophecy about eschatology, and that's what they preach about. And they were not, they were not even focused on the revelation of Jesus Christ. That is why the book of Revelation was given to Apostle John, is the revelation of Jesus Christ in our time. And this is what we're going to do in the Philippines and in Kenya and even here in United States. So be sure to register and attend the May 25th Prophetic Conference in San Antonio, Texas. It will be at the facility at 8419 Callahan Road off I-10. Okay, from 9.30 until 4.30 in the afternoon. And you can visit our website, SOGMI.org, and click event. So we need to continue to educate about the office of the prophet, the office of the apostles, and the prophetic voice in our time. The most important thing about Either the gift of prophecy or the function or the purpose of the office of a prophet is the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Front and center. And that's it. In Revelation 19.10, again, it's Revelation 19 verse 10 in part says that the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. It is not, it's not about you having goosebumps. It's not about uh, letting you know what you already know. But the apostolic and the prophetic offices in our present days will receive revelation from God by and through the Holy Spirit. And they will build the church and they will disciple and teach the church and share it with them to give them a standard or direction in our present days. Okay? So the office of a prophet today, their main purpose is to build the church. In the Old Testament, so now we're going to have a prophetic school, okay? In the Old Testament, prophets held the highest position higher than the priest or the Levites. Prophets were treated with high regards or of highest regards, actually. And it goes through even in the New Testament. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law, they were so opposed against Jesus and John the Baptist, but they just cannot arrest them. Why? Because the scripture is very clear. Jesus, our Lord, and John the Baptist were both regarded as prophets by the people. So even the priests and the teachers of the law were afraid of the people. Because it was them who regarded Jesus and considered Jesus and John the Baptist as prophets. Even in the Old Testament, the priests or Levites received their instruction from the prophet in those times, it's Moses. God did not do away with prophets. Okay, I just want you to clarify that. God did not do away with prophets and replace them with pastors. Or replace the apostles with pastors. The pastors report to the apostles. And that is being shown in First and Second Timothy. See, the five offices, it's very, very clear. All the five offices 
were established by God to prepare God's people for the works of service, and they will all exist until we all reach in unity in Christ, that we receive the full stature of our Lord Jesus Christ, that we no longer toss to and fro by the cunning schemes of men, not Satan's. It means to say the rules and the doctrines created by men. This is in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 12. And the pastors are not the head of the other offices. Why don't we let God be the judge on who is greatest in the kingdom of God and who is important in the kingdom of our God? Let us just do our post and let us just be happy and consider it as an honor and privilege that God called us into the ministry. Why can't we not be ecstatic about that? And for me, as long as you want to serve the Lord, I'd rather that you serve the Lord, even if I don't like you. I'd rather that you serve God and follow Jesus than following Satan or who will be against the Christians. Are you getting this? For Christians to live a full life in Christ Jesus and for a church to become glorious and influential, the church need to be built by the apostles and prophets in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. That is in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. Really, the pastors take over when the apostles, the apostles will build the church, will start something in one town or in one city or one country, and then they leave it to their disciples to pastor the church. And they report and they receive instruction from that apostle. Okay? So the pastors take care of... Primarily, the new converts, the evangelist will preach and get them saved. And then the teachers will also teach them to go deeper in the things of God for them to mature by teaching the word of God in power. And the apostles and prophets, they continue to receive revelation from God and they disseminate that information and give instruction to the body or they release the prophecy to other offices, to God's people in every sector of society. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 5, which was not made known to men in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. Not the five offices, but to God's holy apostles and prophets. And apostles and prophets will continue to work in tandem. And it, it was in the book of Acts. Agabus prophesied. Agabus was a part of the company of prophets in that time. Prophesied about the famine and the apostles got mobilized. Apostles and prophets, they don't compete. They work together to build the body of Christ. The other offices, pastors, evangelists, and teachers must continue to be led by the Holy Spirit to get to the offices of either prophets or apostles or both. And at the same time, for those of you who believe in such ridiculous things about this covering thing, who is your covering? Pastors are not your covering, okay? Our covering is our Lord Jesus Christ. It's in the Song of Songs. Chapter 2, verse 4. 
His banner over me is love. That is our banner. Our unifying force is Christ Jesus, and our language is love. That is our covering, our Lord Jesus Christ. And since this is the prophetic voice of our time broadcast, I will continue to focus on the prophetic side and the prophetic voice in our days. And I released a prophecy on our last Sunday's broadcast, and it is in the very last uh, few minutes of that live streaming. I cannot share this with you because I still don't know or remember everything that God had me released. But you can listen or watch it for yourself so that you'll know because that prophecy is also for you. It is a good news. We are in a harvest season. So let us allow and pray for the apostles and prophets to take center stage today in our days. Okay? Nobody or no offices is replacing the other. Besides, apostles and prophets are mentioned all the way to the book of Revelation. And we cannot add or take away from that book. And it is important for us to recognize and to yield, to listen, to hearken to the voice of prophecy, which is a testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ in our days, because specific things and specific dates and timing and what God is about ready to do, he revealed them first to his servants, the prophets. That is in Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Are you getting this? We needed the prophetic voice in our days, just like uh, when uh, we were losing hope concerning the government of United States of America and about this government. And the Lord started releasing prophecy that there will be a political revival in this country. And when the political revival will begin to manifest and this country is turning towards righteousness, the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will also manifest in the body of Christ. We will not know that. So many of those that are in the body of Christ, instead of focusing on the doom and gloom and what we hear on the news, we had hope and we focused on the promise of God because God revealed it through prophetic voice of our days. Okay. And there are more, there are many, many. And even now, the deep roots that is in Washington, D.C., that other roots all over the world, in Europe, in Asia, North America, in every parts of the world are feeding off it, that the hand of God is now going to pull that deep root. Are you getting this? We will not know that. So now, once we have all this ex exposure and, and things that are being revealed, the plots and everything else that is happening in Washington, D.C. and all over this country, we have hope. We are actually excited because the Lord is dealing with all of us in every sector of society. That's, uh, that is God's way of transferring wealth, influence, and affluence from the world system, from the world, from the wicked, to his glorious church, the body of Christ. So are you getting this? So 
I'm excited. I have so much uh, to tell you, but I hope you will come and register for the prophetic conference, Transition from Good to God's Best on May 25th. Don't forget to register by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Event. And join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off IH10. Our services starts at 1030 in the morning. And if you can't be there, we are live streaming at exactly 11 a.m. God bless you for tuning in. Keep in mind, whatever you're dealing with right now, trust God. Yield to the changes. Correct the corrections that the Holy Spirit is convicting you of. And get excited because God is on the move and he is revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.